it's important to be able to see that your emotions around diabetes and in life never stay the same for very long. And when something doesn't stay the same for very long, that's a good thing because it shows that you have the ability to influence it and that even if something is bad right now, it can and it will get better. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Before we get started today, I want to do a quick exercise with you. Take out a piece of paper and a pen right now and sit down and write a list of everything that describes you. Start with your hair color, the color of your eyes, what you're wearing, your interests, your hobbies, your personality quirks. You may even write down something about your diabetes, like your A1C, or when you're diagnosed, or what you're feeling right now in your life with diabetes, whether it's stress or joy or excitement or confidence, whatever that is, write it down. But make sure it's not the only thing you write down. Write down anything about yourself that is important to you in your life. Diabetes may be on that list, but it's not the entire list. There's a whole lot more to you than your life with diabetes. You're a whole person, and diabetes may help explain you, but it doesn't define you. Now, take a minute and look over that list. Read it thoroughly. Think about, does it incorporate all of who you are, all of your quirks, all of your interests, all of your loves, all of your hobbies, everything about you, including your diabetes? If so, put the list down, and let's go on with the episode. If not, make sure you think about yourself as a whole person and everything that defines you. And once you're done with that, let's get to it. Now, you're probably wondering, why on earth did Dr. Mark have me do this exercise? How could it be helpful for me right now? Well, here's the thing. Seeing yourself as more than a person with diabetes is one of the most helpful things you can do to help you manage the stress of diabetes. When you feel like diabetes is your entire life, and I'm sure that many of you feel this way all the time, diabetes becomes challenging. It becomes all-consuming. It's like diabetes swallows you up and eats you up and then spits you out and then does it over and over again. You can't see beyond diabetes. You think about it all the time. It's all you think about. You see the entire world through the lens of diabetes. And that just makes diabetes so much more challenging. What I want to do today is challenge you to see yourself as being more than a person with diabetes, to see yourself as being a person who happens to have diabetes, but who happens to love running and skiing or cooking or knitting or whatever it is that you like to do. Someone who's a father or a son or a mother or a sister. You are so much more than your diabetes. And having the ability to see that is going to help you manage the stress of diabetes. I want you to imagine that you are on vacation with your family. 
you're at a beautiful beach and you guys are relaxing, you're having some drinks, you're enjoying the warm weather and each other. And then you pick up a beach ball and you put that beach ball right in front of your face. It's so close to your face that you can't see anything other than the beach ball. You look around and all you see is the beach ball. Someone offers you some food and you can't even see where the food is, let alone put it in your mouth because the beach ball is in the way. And the beach ball stays there all day long. Eventually, you go back to your hotel room and your friend asks you, how was your day at the beach? And you say, eh, it was okay. And they say, tell me about the beach. And you say, well, I really didn't see much of it. All I could see was a beach ball. You know, they tell me that it was beautiful, but I couldn't see it. All I saw was the red and yellow and green stripes of the beach ball. I couldn't see the trees, I couldn't see the water, and I couldn't enjoy any of the food that we brought to the beach. And your friend asks you why. And you just shrug your shoulders and say, I'm not really sure. I guess that's just how it is. All I can see is that beach ball in front of my face. Now, let me ask you this. My guess is that you use diabetes as a beach ball. Diabetes is in your face all the time. And it's there to the extent that you have a hard time seeing the world outside of diabetes. And certainly you always see the world through the lens of diabetes and nothing else. You see yourself as a husband or a father through the lens of diabetes. You see yourself as an employee through the lens of diabetes. You even see yourself as a runner or a cook or a person who watches television through the lens of diabetes. You can't get away from it. And you're right, to a certain degree, you can't get away from diabetes because you live with diabetes. And as much as you wanna try, you can't make diabetes go away. However, my challenge to you is to try to see the things in your life, not through the lens of diabetes, but through the lens of you. And what that requires of you is not getting rid of diabetes. We know that's not possible. But taking that beach ball or taking diabetes and not looking at it so closely, but moving it far out with your arms. Now let's go back to that beach. Imagine that instead of holding that beach ball so close to your face and only being able to see the beach ball, you were able to stretch your arms out. Now the beach ball is still there. It's still within your sight. You can't get away from it, but you can see beyond it. When you stretch the beach ball out, you can see the trees, you can see the water, and you can even eat the food. You still see the beach ball, you still see diabetes, but you see it in the context of your entire life, not as your entire life. And when you're able to do that, the world becomes a whole lot bigger. You become a whole lot more flexible, and you can see a lot more things in the world and enjoy it in a different way than you could with that beach ball just in your face. Now let's move this to diabetes. What if you were able to take diabetes and push it off? Not push it away, but to be able to see life in the context of diabetes as opposed to diabetes being your life. Diabetes is there, but it's not the only thing that you see. You see yourself along with everything else that you're interested in, everything else that you love. And if that were possible, and it is, you're gonna be a lot happier your stress level is going to be a lot lower and you're going to be a lot more free and flexible in your life and in your mindset with diabetes. 
And in this episode of the podcast, I want to tell you exactly how you can do this, how you can see yourself in the context of diabetes, as opposed to diabetes being the content of your life. So let's talk about some ways that you can make this happen. I want to give you three steps to seeing yourself as more than a person with type 1 diabetes. And I have some good news. You have already done step number one. The first step to seeing yourself as more than a person with type 1 diabetes is to make a list. Make a list of everything that could describe you. Diabetes is probably one of those things, but as I talked about earlier in the episode, you have so much more to you on this list than diabetes. If you've already made this list, then you are far ahead. And if you haven't, be sure to do it. It's so important. Making a list makes you slow down and gives you the opportunity to think about who you are aside from diabetes. When you don't think about it, it's just so easy to see yourself as diabetes and all of your life surrounded by diabetes. And diabetes is the center of your life. But if you think about it, you can find things, lots of things about you that had nothing to do with diabetes and that diabetes does not have an impact on. But unless you're intentional about identifying these things and making a list as a way to identify them, then it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to actually see them and recognize them and notice them in the world when they happen. They're happening all the time, but in order for it to make a difference for you and the stress of your diabetes, you have to notice them. This list is also a great tool that you can use to look back at and remind yourself of all the things that make up who you are. When you write the list, keep it in a safe place and keep it in a prominent place in your life, whether that's on your desk or on your dresser or in your bathroom, wherever that is. So you go back to it and remind yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed with diabetes, when you're feeling like diabetes is the only thing that you're thinking about all day long, you can remind yourself of all of the other things in your life that make up who you are and that you want to be defined by. When you review the list, it gives you freedom. It gives you the ability to see yourself as more than diabetes. And that physical reminder helps. It helps a lot. One thing I like to do with these lists is to use them to say things out loud. Things like, I am a runner. I am a father. I am a cook. I'm an artist. Say what you are out loud because that helps define yourself for you in your mind. By saying it, it's a constant reminder and puts it forefront of your mind about who you are aside from your diabetes or in the context of your diabetes. And so after you make this list, be sure to say it out loud. Go down that list and say, I am, I am, I am. And say it over and over again so that you hear it, your friends and family hear it, and you really integrate that and make it part of your life. So you can actually see yourself as being more than a person with type 1 diabetes. Now, this list was all about defining who you are as a person, not what you're doing, but who you are, what you like to do, how somebody would describe you if they were describing you as a person. Again, diabetes may be part of that, but there's a lot more to you than that. The next thing I'm going to do is write down what's going on in your life that doesn't have anything to do with diabetes. So for example, what are you doing tomorrow? You're probably going to go to work or go to school. Maybe you're going to go for a walk or go to the gym. You have lots of things going on. Write them down. Do you have a trip planned? Do you have an activity happening next weekend? No matter what it is, 
write down the things that you're doing in your life that you have plans for, that you are doing, and that you actually have a date and time on the calendar for. Then ask yourself, do these things have anything to do with diabetes? And also, how am I seeing these things through the lens of diabetes? And if I'm seeing them through the lens of diabetes, how is that impacting how I'm seeing them? If you're in a good spot right now, put this episode on pause and make that list. It doesn't matter what's on the list, as long as it's a thorough list. You could be saying to yourself, my life is really boring and I don't have much going on. But the reality is you do. Maybe you're watching a TV show tonight. Maybe you're going to read a book. Maybe you're going for a walk or out to dinner. Whatever it is, write it down. You don't have to have big grandiose plans. You just have to have things going on in your life. Whether it's getting up in the morning, whether it's going to bed at night, whether it is watching a TV show or going to a movie, no matter what it is, write it down and see yourself as more than diabetes. Because diabetes is not getting in the way of everything. If you get in the mindset that diabetes is getting in the way of everything going on in your life, then it gets overwhelming. Of course it does. But we want to be honest with ourselves and recognize that diabetes is not getting in the way of everything. It may get in the way of some things, or it may make some things more difficult. But the things you're doing on a daily basis, whether it's going for a drive, going to work, watching a movie, having lunch, diabetes may come into play, but it's not stopping you. Diabetes doesn't necessarily make everything you're doing more stressful. And so write down all of your activities and see that diabetes, things like changing your pump site, taking insulin, those may be part of your life, but they're a small part of your life. And you have lots going on that diabetes has no impact on. Or if it does have an impact on it, it's not getting in the way. It's just taking an extra step. And seeing that context can be helpful for you to see how much you're able to do even though you have diabetes. Step number three, this is where the fun starts and you get to practice. Now, in order to do step number three, it's important to have done step number one and two. You have to write a list of things that define you and help explain you, and also making a list of things that are going on in your life that have nothing to do with diabetes. And now, step number three is to practice. To practice remembering these things. Now, we all know there are going to be times when diabetes just feels overwhelming. It happens to all of us. It happens to me. It happens to you. I feel you. And when that happens, that's a time to pull out your list and remind yourself that you're not consumed and enveloped by diabetes all the time. It may feel that way in the moment, and that's okay. It's not fun, but it's okay. But when you feel that way in the moment, it has a tendency to generalize. And you start to have thoughts like, my life is consumed by diabetes, or I can't get away from diabetes, or diabetes is on my mind all the time. And when that happens, you start to believe it even more. And then it happens again, and you start to believe it even more. And then it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy, and you start believing that your life is all about diabetes, and that diabetes will always be stressful and always consume your life in every way. One other thing I want to note here is that when you're feeling overwhelmed with diabetes or feeling burnt out or frustrated or anxious, it's easy to get in the mindset that you're always going to feel this way because you can't see outside of those feelings. And one thing you can try when this happens is to notice how these feelings change on a minute-by-minute, or probably easier, an hour-by-hour or day-by-day basis. So take out a pen and paper 
And right now, write down how burnt out you're feeling on a scale between 0 and 100. Be as specific as possible. So right now, I would say that I'm burnt out at about a 23 out of 100. So not too burnt out, but certainly diabetes is on my mind a little bit more than I want it to be. And do the same thing tomorrow, but be specific. So see if it's changed a little bit up, a little bit down. It doesn't matter. But I want you to see that your burnout or your frustration or your anxiety is constantly changing. It may not be changing by much, but those little movements are important to notice because you can see that it is moving and it's going to get better. It may also get worse, but it's constantly moving. And there are things you can do to influence it. If you feel burnt out or overwhelmed and you feel that it's static, it's never moving, then that puts you in a tough spot. It's important to be able to see that your emotions around diabetes and in life never stay the same for very long. And when something doesn't stay the same for very long, that's a good thing because it shows that you have the ability to influence it and that even if something is bad right now, it can and it will get better. But the only way you can get there is by practicing, by keeping track of how you're feeling, by being very aware of how you're feeling and then being very intentional about tracking how you're feeling and seeing those micro changes. You might even want to make a note as to why things have changed, how you know you're feeling a little less burnt out right now. Maybe you're feeling a little more motivated. Maybe your thoughts are more positive. Whatever that reason is, write it down. You may not know why you're feeling that way, but you can tell how you know how you're describing how you feel whether it is improved or it declined a little bit. Keeping track of those things and paying attention to your symptoms, how you're describing what's going on for you can be extremely helpful for you. How does this work in the real world? Let me tell you about Sam. Sam was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes about four years ago when he was about 32 years old. And since then, he has felt like his life has been taken over by diabetes. All of his thoughts and all of his behavior are consumed by diabetes. He is obsessed with his blood sugar numbers, looking at CGM constantly and constantly trying to adjust. Every time he goes for a walk or takes his son to school, he is constantly overwhelmed with diabetes and diabetes is in his way all the time. For Sam, it's like diabetes is that beach ball we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Everything he does is shaded by diabetes. And in fact, he really can't pay attention to much in his life except for diabetes. I asked Sam to make a list of all the things that would describe him and how other people would describe him if we asked them to. And he made a great list. He talked about being a father. He talked about his job as an accountant. He talked about his love of skiing and his kindness and his empathy towards other people. He talked about how he loves to laugh and loves to tell jokes. And I asked him, are you doing these things now? And he paused for a moment and he said, yeah, I actually am. Then I asked him to make a list of all the things he has going on over the next couple months. And he made a pretty comprehensive list. Sam and his wife have a trip planned up to Santa Barbara, up the California coast. He's going for a bike ride next weekend with his best friend. And they have dinner plans with some other friends in a couple of weeks. He also has day-to-day work, like taking his son to school and going to work 
and going to the gym after work. By making these lists, looking at how people describe him and how he describes himself, as well as his activities, Sam was able to see that diabetes was there, and it was getting in his way sometimes, but he was able to see himself in the context of diabetes and see his life in that context as well. He was able to see that he has lots of things planned, and he's doing quite a bit on a daily basis, even though he has diabetes. He was able to see that he could handle it. Sam started carrying these lists with him on his phone, and when diabetes became overwhelming for him, when he's in the car driving his son to school, or when he is at work and he has a little blood sugar, he pulls them out and reminds himself that diabetes does help describe him, but that it doesn't define him, and that he has a lot going on in his life that diabetes doesn't impact, or impacts minimally, but doesn't stop him from doing things that he really wants to be doing. But he needs that constant reminder, because when he gets in that state of overwhelm, it becomes like he's walking through mud, and cannot see beyond it. For Sam, this takes practice. It takes continual practice. He has to do it on a regular basis. But as he does it, he's able to remind himself of his strengths and of everything going on in his life. And he's able to see himself as more than a person with diabetes. So just as a recap of the three steps to seeing yourself as more than a person with diabetes. The first is make a list. Make a list of all the things about yourself that would describe you. Some of them may include diabetes, but many of them won't. If you're having trouble thinking about things on this list, think about the words someone would use to describe you and write those things down. Next, make a list of all the things that you do in your life, whether they're on a regular basis or do you have planned in the future. And ask yourself, how has diabetes impacted these things? And more importantly, Have I still been able to do these things in my life? Go to school, go to work, go see friends, go out to dinner, even though I have diabetes? My guess is the answer may surprise you. And the third step is practice. Practice reminding yourself that life is not all about diabetes. Yes, diabetes is there. And yes, it impacts you, but it doesn't define you. And that takes practice especially when you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out in that moment. You want to be able to see yourself outside of those moments and see the broader picture and the broader context of your life. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. If this episode was helpful for you, do me a favor. Please share it with a friend. Send them an email or a text message and let them know that they would enjoy and get benefit from this episode. I would really appreciate that. Also, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review so others can find out the value of this podcast. I always love hearing from my listeners, so please feel free to send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast.